The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. Okay, well, just for the record, we got a son in Phoenix too. 52. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sunny in Phoenix podcast, a weekly podcast where we keep you up to date on everything Phoenix Suns basketball. My name is Charlie Erling, and as always, I'm joined by Davin Mitch Crumpetich. Hey, Sands fan. And David McGraw. Basketball is upon us. It's so close. It's so close. And this week, we will talk about some injuries that are going around the Suns squad. Then uh, Mitch was at the open practice today as of recording and he'll talk a little bit about what he saw there and then we will preview some preseason games in the opening week of preseason the Suns play the Timberwolves the Kings and the Trailblazers so we'll talk a little bit about each of those follow us on Twitter at sunny and PHX pod same thing for Instagram go on iTunes leave us a five-star review and a comment and you will get a shout out on the show all right so the injury bug has been around in Phoenix uh we have two pretty big name players out it looks like they'll be out for seven to ten days and they are kelly Oubre and mikhail bridges and then also bitten by the injury bug jalen lequeux david cromer and aaron baines so let's talk a little bit about Oubre and bridges first Oubre is dealing with a right hand slash wrist injury it's his right hand so it's his non-shooting one so with this, I guess I, I can say that I'm glad it's happening now compared to once we get into the regular season. So Ubre can take it easy through the preseason here, and hopefully once the regular season starts, he'll be back to 100. Yeah, and at this point, like with training camp and everything, they'll hold you out for anything. And NBA training camp is, like, so simple. It's not like the NFL. Like, it's not very long. They just go up to... Uh, where do they go? Prescott or Flagstaff? They go to Flagstaff, I think. Flagstaff. And, yeah, Flagstaff for higher elevation and run around. It's, you know, installing some plays, I'm sure, that kind of stuff. But it's not super intense. And, you know, they just want to be really, really cautious with these kind of injuries. So they'll hold you out for just about anything. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Uh, it did feel like we had some real injury issues as the season progressed last year and honestly whenever there's any sort of injury I'm nervous and maybe just with the last couple of years and tanking or yada 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 whatever you want to say I'm just always going to be a little on kind of the edge of my seat whenever there's anything or any news of injury just because I'm never sure where we actually stand and if you know as you go into the season is it like lingering is it a thing that we're gonna just see more often with these guys with guys getting injured or is it really just you know precautionary it's not a big deal i'm 50 50 yep i hear you there and with our starting small forward any injury you got to be a little worried about so and then we'll talk about bridges a touch and his is just a knee bruise a patella bruise so that's really nothing to worry about too much which is 
that makes me happy. But one good thing that's coming out of all this is apparently Cameron Johnson is having a heck of a camp, and he he's been really impressive. So the benefit of Ubre and Bridges out, letting our rookie shine a little bit with the starters. Yeah, it is nice, and um, just I'll talk about the practice a little bit more after we finish this up, but. Um, to talk about Ubre really quick, he did just about everything, like all the drills, and he looked fine. Bridges did sit out a little bit, um, but he did some of the drills and all the shooting. But yeah, Cam Johnson, I have heard that he's looked pretty good. I've also heard that Ty Jerome has looked really good in this camp. Well, I I, I would hope that these guys looked good. They are... I guess higher floor guys, you would think. We we should know how they would go. Uh, just they should they should already be where they're at, is I guess what I'm trying to say, but stumbling over my words. I kind of think that Cam Johnson you're gonna talk good about guys like that. You know, our coaching staff and guys, I don't think there would be negative comments about that. Also, he's what, twenty three years old or whatever. I mean Yeah. He, he should have a more uh, polished feel, and he should be more calm when it comes to these kind of scenarios. I am really rooting for him. I, I want him to do well, obviously, because, you know, we're, we're not rooting against any Suns players ever, uh, unless their names I, are I've Keenan, rooted I guess, against Mike James. Uh, there we, okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a couple there, but especially when it comes to our rookies, I don't think we are ever really rooting against them. But um, I cautiously optimistic is what I should say about Cam. Yep, so it seems like nothing too much to worry about with Mikhail. And the 7 to 10 days that they're out, that kind of just, uh, just really gives them some cushion. We know what we're getting into with these guys. We don't need to see them out there during preseason. As nice as it would be to have them out there working with the team, but... Seems like everything will be fine there. And I, then a couple... I also just hope this gives... Uh, you know, Cam gets this push in preseason, and, you know, if that does show up, maybe he carves out that that uh, role in the rotation a little earlier. Yeah. Right, and we've talked about that. We don't know what that role will be for him this year because, you know, he's the 11th overall pick, but he's coming in playing behind guys like Ubre and Bridges, is he going to be better than them? Is he going to deserve those minutes? But yeah, that's all that's all good stuff. And then some more minor type injuries. Jalen LeCue had an ankle injury of sorts. Uh I saw a little bit of the practice. He seemed to be getting around just fine. Yeah, right? he was doing <laughs> 360 dunks and you know, getting right. up with no issue. Also, okay, he's listed at 6'4". I know a lot of people are like, he's just a little guy. I'm like, not really. <laughs> he's just thin. He's, he's he wiry. Is. Yeah, yeah, but he's 6'4". Like, yeah, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, that's what you want in right, a point guard. Right, Let's people wait. talk about him as if he's like 5'9", but he's not. Let's wait until those official heights finally come out. I think they that, did. That's a thing. I think they did. Have they? I I know that some of them have, but some of them still haven't. So, so I looked I saw at someone posted. I think it was the Nets. Yeah, that's what their, I saw. Uh-huh. It was their NBA.com page, their yep. team roster page, and I, I saw KD was six ten. That was and, kind of and Kyrie team. was six two. Six two. 
Yeah, the, so, the Nets had their official one. I know the Sixers have had theirs, but then, like, the Kings still haven't had their official ones, like, updated, uh, I think, or something right. like that. But the Suns, I saw that the Suns had their new team photos on there, but it seemed like all the heights were what I was expecting it's to just, see. It's because in, we're honest. We never lied in the first place. <laughs> the honest Phoenix Suns. <laughs> all right, so David Cromer. A uh, guy that we saw play in summer league a little bit has a stress fracture. Don't really know what his role is going to be coming up, so we don't need to. He'll, he's going to get caught. So training camp, yeah, more than likely training camp league. body. Yep, maybe up to Prescott. That sounds about right. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. And then Aaron Baines with the fractured nose of some sort. Yeah. Sounds like uh, Cameron Johnson popped him right in the nose with an elbow. On a, when he was going up for a bucket, so that's something I don't worry about. Baines is tough as nails, and yeah, guys like Baines, you almost want them to have a broken nose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, give them a little extra bit of fire, right? Give them a chance to wear a mask, like not wanting to get hit. So you, your your uh, brain's leading the way, trying to keep you one step ahead. Right, that's a thing too. Right. Put that old mask on and just go right to work. He wasn't at the practice, though. I think so. he just had a little surgery done on it. Oh, jeez. What, what happened, so. Oh. I'm sure he'll be fine, though. And you know what? When I saw that news, I was kind of hoping that Aiton did it to him. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, all, in all the best ways, I was kind of hoping it was Aiton that was getting aggressive with him. <clears throat> nope. Not in training camp. All right. <laughs> Not, yeah, not in training camp, but uh, a little fire out of DA would be nice. We'll see, though. We'll see what goes on this season. and Let's uh, touch a little bit more on that open practice. Mitch, you were there today. What, what were the big takeaways? Yeah, so uh, it was a little bit different than last year's open practice. There was no scrimmage, so that was really odd. Um, the, the breakdown of what happened was they did a few little contests before and the team shop was open and stuff. And then uh, they did, the team came out, they introduced everyone. They did like three-man weave and five-man weave for a while. And then they broke into bigs and guards and the guards just shot a lot. The bigs did some like post-up kind of stuff. A lot of high post work and passing, like high-low post passing kind of stuff. And then after that, they all got back together and ran some plays. And then they had the rookies do a dance competition that went very poorly. And that was the end. So it literally was a practice. And that was it. And people sat and watched. I mean, I will say the practice looked pretty crisp. The plays looked good. I think that was probably the highlight for me. They were really whipping the ball around. Looks like they knew what they were doing. Um, a lot of, like, get the ball to the high post, come up, dribble handoff, come around, someone rolls to the basket, and then sneaks out to the corner. Those kind of just basic plays. Uh, I don't think we gave away too much of the offense because it was just an open practice. But, you know, the guys looked like they knew what they were doing. Couple, couple newer guys. Uh, we had a guy number 35. I don't even remember his name. He won't make the team. But he, he was very lost the whole time. Um, 
But for the most part, guys knew what they were doing, looked pretty good. And um, let's see, my big takeaway player-wise, Eliakobo looks stronger. He was, like, putting up some pretty crazy dunks. He looks like he's put on some weight, like, in a good way, like muscle. Um, I still don't think he's going to be that great, but I was like, whoa, Kobo's kind of jacked. Cam Johnson looks good. His shot is really nice, and he he just looks ready to go. Um, Oubre... Ubre is like the vocal leader of the team, I think. When it came time to grab the microphone and address the fans, it was Ubre who was doing it. At one point, Booker took the mic. I think Ubre gets really excited. So yeah, yeah, he he wants you know he wants to be very vocal. He's a very gregarious kind of guy, very outgoing. Um, but then he would get really excited and then people were like, wait, what are you saying now? And Booker had to kind of like explain it, but you know, it's nice to have those high energy, like very optimistic kind of guys on the team. And it's pretty clear that Ubre is really happy to be here. Um, Aiton looks good. Interesting to note that all, when they split into bigs and guards, all the bigs also shot threes. They had a drill where they would practice like a pick and pop kind of deal so it was more for the the high post to like crash to the basket and score but then the guy setting the screen would pop out to the three-point line and so they would get that opportunity to dive to the to the basket and then to also shoot a three and Aiton made like two or three threes and people went nuts but he still has some some work to do in that department uh Dario Sarge looks good good really good shooter He's, uh, you know, just looks like he's ready to go. Um, Ubre looked fine, you know. I didn't see any injury stuff to be too worried about. Booker looks good. I mean, it's it's exciting. It's it was nice to see. I think it was very succinct practice. It lasts about forty five minutes, and then they were out of there. So, I good stuff. Uh, I have a question. You know, real quick um Mm -hmm. i know it's harder to see in these kind in this kind of practice scenario and i feel that it was a lot easier in the old style but um was there like any sort of passing that like like drills or anything that like we can judge off of that at all or just not really the closest would be the three-man weave passing okay i I, you were just talking about dario and the first thing that pops into my head with dario is wondering how you know that the passing with him is looking and there's some talk about Mm -hmm. uh his role in the offense so i was just curious yeah yeah nothing much like that that i saw i mean he looks confident when he has the ball though and i will say rubio rubio's passing stuck out even in just like a three-man weave drill like he he is very calculated with what he does a lot of guys are like, oh, maybe I'll try an alley-oop. Or, uh, like, you can see, like, a split second of hesitation, and none of that. Rubio doesn't do any of that. He knows exactly where he's going with the ball, and he puts it in the right place. There were actually a couple times where he would put it right where it needed to be, and some of the younger guys, like, weren't ready for it. I saw a quote from, I believe it was Aiton, mm-hmm. who said that you really have to be ready to catch the ball when you're playing with Ricky Rubio yeah. because they come out of nowhere. They've got some zing on him. 
And yeah, that's uh, that'll be something a, a little bit new for those guys, I guess. A lot of our point guards weren't getting to the rim and dishing off last year too often. Right. And and one of the plays I like the most is just the get a guard into the paint, suck the defender, the big man over, and then just the three foot lob to the big man. Yeah. How many times did Aiton get fed like that last year? Not many. Booker found him a few times on those, but that's such an easy play. It just needs to happen a little bit more, and right. hopefully Rubio does that for Aiton. Well, Rubio's been oh, playing as a pro since he was like seven years old, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he knows where to go with it, and yeah, like you, you mentioned, exactly where to go with it. Like, he'll put it in your shooting pocket. Uh, if he's throwing a noop, you're not going to have to reach too far from it. He, he'll put it where it needs to be. Yeah. All right, so the preseason previews. Three games coming up next week before our next episode. Uh, first game of the preseason, Tuesday night, a home game against the Timberwolves. Let's start off with that one. Uh, you know, it's a little crazy to go too deep into these games because you don't know who's going to play, how much they're going to play. They're obviously not going to be playing. Like, Aiton and Cat aren't going to be matched up for 30 minutes, <laughs> which is sad because as much I'd, I'd really love to watch that, but that's not quite the case. So how about this? Any players on the Timberwolves that you're looking forward to see? Um, who was, who was no, that rookie last kidding. year that <laughs> kind of was playing all right? Um, Keta Bates Diop. Bates Diop, or was it the Oko- was it Okogi? Okogi, yeah. yeah. Okogi. He was pretty fun yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah. So him. <laughs> yeah, I'd, nice. I'd like to see him. Yeah, no, I was thinking about this, though. Because I was like, oh, Andrew right. Wiggins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see if he can do anything this year. Um, but, yeah, I was just like, well, I don't think the Timberwolves are going to be very good. So, I'm Cat's really good, so, I mean. Right. Yeah, so is Devin Booker. Yeah, no. I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, like, you you never know. But they 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 were fun towards the end of last year to watch, and Cat put up some ridiculous numbers. Also, I'm excited to see Taj Gibson. Ooh, Taj Gibson, number sixty-seven. I hope they wear those disgusting bright green jerseys oh, no. with that big number sixty-seven. They should all wear numbers in the sixties. <laughs> Well, how about Jarrett Culver? We can say that we're excited to see Jarrett Culver play, right? That's true. Yeah, since we didn't see him play in Summer League. I'm excited to see Jarrett Culver. Uh, I may be a little sad if he does anything cool or fun at all while playing, but uh, I won't try to dwell on that too much. This will be a good one, though. It's the first preseason game. It's it's exciting, no matter who we're playing. Right on. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Suns at Kings. Uh, the, the team that I've been hoping the Suns turn into as the Kings did last year. That's kind of been my thoughts on the Kings all year. So, a couple new pieces there for them. This should be a fun one to watch. And hopefully... Uh, like, this is what I want to see. I want to see Ricky Rubio guarding point guards. We haven't had anyone that can guard a point guard for the last few years. And, uh, like, De'Aaron Fox, yeah, he's a great athlete. But we have Ricky Rubio who could play a little bit of defense. So 
I'm excited for that. It'll be interesting to see uh, what De'Aaron Fox uh, looks like. He made a huge jump last year, and I'm interested to see if, you know, that was kind of fluky or if it continues. Yeah, I really like De'Aaron Fox. And I think that kind of the same thing with Buddy Heald, too. Because I know he kind of struggled with the Kings at first, and then he really turned it on. So I'm interested to see what this year looks like for him. Also, Luke Walton, is he I'm... actually a good coach, or is yeah, he completely lost? Yeah. yeah, that'll be good to see, and I'm excited to see six foot eight Marvin Begley the third. <laughs> yeah. He's not 6'11". Definitely not, but yeah, it will be good to see him especially after last year with all the injuries and stuff. Hopefully he can stay healthy and we can really see what he looks like for a full season. Dominate going left. Also, I'm really glad that we don't have Bagley's dad. Fair enough. I, I don't think I've heard a word from any of Aiton's parents, so I can appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, except I think they donated some money to the Bahamas for hurricane relief. I think that's about it. So, oh, that's fantastic. That's, yeah, that's great. That's what I'm saying. But like, yeah, you let's, know who I haven't let's hear from heard anything from in a while? Who? Rashawn Holmes' mother. Oh, uh, yeah. Did we unfollow her on Twitter? I did, yeah. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't handle it anymore. I think I unfollowed her while he was still on the team. It was getting rough. Mid-season. Well, she was My like... My boy's not getting enough playing yeah, time. Yeah, she was My boy's criticizing not in this picture. You know what that means. He's not coming back next year. They didn't put him in this picture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on That's the Kings crazy. now. Ooh. Rashawn Holmes or Kings fans have fun. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. He's I'm gonna dunk on Aiden like three I'm or four times. I can see Probably on Frank Kaminsky. Yeah. <laughs> Kaminsky looked pretty good in the practice. Actually, he looks smooth. I'm really excited for Frank you the know, tank action in general. So. Yeah. I think we all we're all kind of Frank fans here, aren't we? Yeah, Even before yeah. we he came to the Suns, I think we all had a little Yeah, I liked spot him before him, so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Frank the Tank. All right. And the last game, it's on Saturday, Suns at Trailblazers. And again, another game where we have a point guard who can kind of match up on one of the two Trailblazer guards. So that's something exciting again. Yeah, I would love if Mikhail Bridges was back by this game so that we could have Rubio guard Dame and have Bridges guard CJ. That'd be really cool. I'm interested to watch the Blazers. I always like rooting for them. I really like Lillard, uh, even when he's killing our team. But it'll be interesting to see how they look. They obviously have main pieces, but they don't have... M three Y three years, uh, le three nerd, anymore on their team, uh, <laughs> and you know they've got Hassan Whiteside who you know is unleashed is no longer caged in Miami. Uh, he's gonna shoot threes. Oh, he's game. gonna shoot threes from like the logo. All of his attempts will be from oh, the yeah. logo. So, uh, that'll be interesting to see. But I- I'm excited. So I'm excited to see. Uh, the matchups, but also just to get a look at the Trailblazers in general. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be an interesting team this year. I also realized 
that last week I did not predict them to make the playoffs, and I want to change that. <laughs> I think they're going to make the playoffs. I just, I just assumed <laughs> you did, honestly. I, I didn't even, like, yeah. think about it. I just assumed you left someone else off. And I was like, yeah, you said Trailblazers. Yeah, that was a mistake. I'm gonna, I want to switch them with the Mavs. I don't think the Mavs are going to make it. I still do think the Pelicans will, though. I think the Pelicans are going to be the eighth seed. But, yeah, I think the Blazers are going to make it, and they're going to be pretty good. Also, I think Zach Collins is going to have a big year. Without Myers Leonard, I think Zach Collins is going to fill that role. Go Zags? Go Zags. We're like a month away from the college season. You can't come fast enough for All right. <laughs> I know, I'm excited. It was uh, craziness in the kennel was this past Saturday. It's what they call like the annual scrimmage and introduction to the team that they do. And it was popping. I saw the videos. Like that whole arena was like, it, it's. I mean, it's free, but like sold out. Like there wasn't an empty seat and people were jumping and going nuts. Man, I miss Gonzaga sometimes. So it was craziness... Just like the open practice today, right? Huh? Yeah, just like the open practice. So was craziness spelled yeah. with a K, or was kennel spelled with a C? Yes. They're both spelled with a K. Okay, just, just curious. Gotta do it. Yeah. All right, that does it for this week. Next oh. week, there will be actual basketball. There will be, Mitch. but I gotta do the non-sports oh. section. How so, did I... I know. It is now that. time... For the non-sports section of the show the reason you're all here just kidding <laughs> i hope you like this and if you don't that's okay we're still gonna do it um so i recently got a new bed frame so pretty exciting stuff but it inspired this question what is the most adult thing you've done in the last week so the most adult thing I did last week, um, you know, me and the wife tackled the laundry room, the entryway from the garage. We cleaned that all up. You know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a little bit like Will Ferrell in what movie is that? Old school. We went to home depot for the weekend i don't remember that was a long time ago <laughs> but yeah we we just cleaned out the the laundry room and i was like oh this is how we're spending our saturdays now so yeah you know it, it felt right nice <laughs> Savory see boy. i wish this would have been last week because last week i raked the backyard okay just go because with that. that's a good answer like yeah, that, that's what I, that's like last Saturday I did some yard raking and clean up and it was hot outside and it, it felt like I, you know, I was taking care of my yard and it was one of those things that I never wanted to do as a kid, but kind of was accomplishing and being like, ah, I'm an adult this week. Um, I feel like there has been nothing. There probably has been like something like getting a car key like duplicate or something uh that's a good that, answer right there <laughs> i that's a really yeah, I good made copies of uh, one of the car keys and of a house key so that was my that was a big nice. errand from this week yeah that's a good one yeah well and just along with my bed frame thing and to talk about like hating things as a kid i rearranged a bunch of furniture <laughs> this weekend 
And I remember as a kid, I hated doing that. But, like, as an adult, I'm not going to say, like, I loved moving furniture. Like, I wasn't looking forward to it or anything. But, like, it was really nice, and I really like what I did with it. So... Now your space works for you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, all now I can I now yeah. can I end I guess you're allowed to now, Chuck. Alright. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Suns basketball next week. Three games. You you get three games next week. Watching the Suns. We did it. We made and it. We made it. And yeah, these off seasons are rough, but we stuck with it. You stuck with it. And look at the payoff. Real basketball. It's coming. So we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Sunny and PHX Pod. And we'll see you again next week. Go Suns. Dad.